What's up, guys, and welcome to episode number 20 of The Uphill Goat. This is your host, Andrew Conover, good, but not the greatest of all time. Today, I was sitting in an experience design and management club meeting, which is my intended major, and the guest speaker asked us to break out into groups of four and share meaningful experiences that we've had, or a meaningful experience. And there were kind of a bunch of uh, qualifying questions or things we could think about. And what immediately came to mind for me was my very first collegiate mountain bike race uh, in 2019. So this was about three and a half years ago, and it was at Sundance. And Sundance is a special place for me. I don't know what it is about Sundance, but I love it there. I race super well there. I always tend to overperform, and it's super awesome. I've, I've raced there probably a dozen or more times, and none of them have been super serious races, usually just parts of the weekly race series or an Intermountain Cup. Uh, I did, I've raced eight hours of Sundance there a couple of times. And in this case, it was a collegiate race. And the collegiate racing scene here in Utah is not very big. And it will hopefully be growing as, as more of the high school kids feed into college racing. And I didn't really know what to expect. I was racing independently, even though I was sitting here at Brigham Young University. We don't have a team. And so we're, we were under Utah independent. And... I didn't know who would show up. I didn't know how competitive it was. I didn't really have any expectations. All I knew is that I was excited to race. And it was kind of a new atmosphere. It's a lot smaller than high school racing, but has some really fast people. And so it's just really different. And I got there. And when I was looking around in the parking lot, I saw Zach Calton. Zach Calton had won short track nationals a couple months prior. And a week or two before this, he had beaten me by over an hour at Park City point to point. And so when I looked at him, I was like, well, I guess I'm racing for second because in my mind, beating Zach Paulton was impossible. And one thing about Sundance is that usually the way the course is set up is that you have a short climb that kind of ranges from you know three to five minutes followed by a short descent before starting your, your real climb for the course. And in this case, the climb we had was even shorter than normal, maybe a minute, and then you had a descent and then kind of a flowy climb before you actually started to hit a steeper climb. And I love the whole shot. My favorite way to race is to get away at the beginning and ideally ride alone the whole time. Obviously, in more competitive racing, this is really possible. But with small local stuff, this is something that, that can be accomplished and obviously I was like well I'm at Sundance may as well do my thing right so the race started and I went ahead and, and I got ahead surprisingly Zach Colton let me go he probably assumed oh I'll just reel on this kid he's kind of random you know nothing no problem there right so so I go and actually was able to drop the whole field and race uh, the first lap alone and out of sight and out of mind everyone and when I came through, it was a three-lap race, and when I came through the first lap, uh, there was kind of a spot where you could see the descent and the climb, so someone was able to time the gap, and they told me that Zach Colton was 20 seconds behind me. I said, okay, it's not bad. I was like, he's probably pacing it differently than me, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to see how far I can make it until he catches me, right? So I made it another lap. 
still hadn't caught. Same guy said he's 10 seconds behind. And so this time I go, okay, now he's just going to completely whoop me. But I decided, hey, I'm ahead right now. I may as well see how far I can go before Zach Colton catches me. At this point in the race, it was still, I, I wasn't even open to the possibility of winning. I assumed that Zach was for sure going to win this race and that he was pacing it differently. And like I said, it was about to come catch me and drop me like a rock. But I wanted to see how far I could make it. And so I kept hammering. I, would, I really turned it up on this last lap to see how far I could make it. And I was going all in when there was just a little bit of the race left. And I kept going further and further, kept looking behind me. No sight, no sound of anyone. And as I got toward the top for the first time, I realized I might win this race. I could actually beat Zach Galton. And that feeling was remarkable. It was, it was like, a, like when you're waking up on a summer morning when you're a young kid and you have something really exciting that you're looking forward to that's happening that day. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even wrap my head around the possibility quite. I was like, what in the world? And so it's like, hey, just, just ride smooth on this downhill. Don't make any dumb mistakes, right? It's not, not the time to have a crash or mechanical. So ride fast or ride in control. And I came through. My dad is taking photos and he had a big grin on his face. And I did a, I finished on one wheel in usual fashion for me. And I couldn't believe that I had won this race. It was really cool. Obviously, this wasn't a, an A priority race for me. It wasn't a national championship or a, a huge deal from, from a race standpoint, but it was a big deal to me because of what happened. And after sitting there for almost two minutes, Zach Colton finished and I, I assumed, oh, for sure he crashed or had a mechanical or something. And so I went over to him and said, hey, like, what happened? He's like, what do you mean what happened? And I was like, uh, like, did you crash? And he's like, no, you beat me. And I was like, what? And so even until that point, I wasn't even really, I, I didn't even really see it as a possibility. And so I was stunned. And obviously this was a completely unimportant race as I called it. He is a C priority race, I'm sure. And it wasn't a huge deal to him. But to me, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to be able to go from completely leaking. I was racing for a second to be able to win. And Zach did set the record straight after all. And he ended up beating me a couple weeks later by a couple of minutes. And then again at national championships a couple weeks after that by a couple of minutes. And so no question, Zach Alton's definitely a better racer than I am. But I, I tell this story because it was such an impactful experience for me because it made me realize that there's more inside of each of us. And there's this powerful tool that we can all use where we just tell, we just ask ourselves just one more corner, right? Just a little bit further. If you're, if you're hurting, you don't think you can go any further. Maybe you're on the back of a group, right? And the group's hammered. Well, ask yourself, can I go one more hill? One more corner? And... Sometimes that one more turn, that, that one more hill can keep adding up until you can actually finish the race and sometimes win. I think if I had succumbed to my prior belief and when he was 10 seconds behind me, 
after being 20 seconds ahead on the first stock, and just giving up and said, well, he's going to be, he's going to cash me for sure. Like that, that was what I honestly completely 100% believed. But instead I played with curiosity a little bit. I said, well, let's see how far I can make it, right? Which meant turn it on. I'm going to hammer. And it, and it led to me being able to win the race. And this kind of thing has happened at Sundance many times. I remember the first, my first ICAP race there, I, I was like in ninth grade, I think, maybe, maybe, I think it was the summer between ninth and tenth grade. And I did my classic hole shot up the Page Road, and I remember one of the, I could hear one of the competitors say, oh, let him go, we'll catch him. And they never caught me, right? The power of a hole shot, I think, I think oftentimes you see more beginner racers, there's always that, one kid that just shoots out from the front and then gets caught in a couple of minutes. But as a condition and train racer, the whole shot is a very uh, realistic and, and good approach to racing, in my opinion, where you can hammer off the line, drop most of the field and settle into your group or settle in alone, and it can lead to really good results. It certainly has for me. And like I said, obviously, if you're racing at the highest level of national championships, Cups, it isn't really possible to do that. But with smaller stuff, it's a, it can be a really fun way to race. And so the next time you're in a race and you don't think there's any chance, still try. Still see how far you can make it. If, see if before they catch you or how far you can make it with them. And don't just assume that you're going to drop off. So as always, thanks for listening. And if you have any questions about this story or any of my other races or anything, feel free to shoot me a message.